Welcome to the Boonville Worship Center Sermon Podcast. Jesus, we just thank you today for the promise that you gave, for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. You told your disciples it was for our good that you would go, that you would send another, the helper, the Holy Spirit, Spirit of Truth. So Spirit of the Living God, Spirit of Truth, we just invite you. We invite you, God, come in. Come into the dry places of our hearts. Come into the dead places of our souls. We invite you in, O God. You who made us temples of the Holy Spirit, we invite you in. I thank you today that transformation and change is possible not because of our own strength but because of your spirit that you so freely give us the spirit of God who leads and counsels and convicts and guides and burns away the things of our flesh we honor you today we say thank you And Lord God, I thank you that it's so easy. You have made it so easy. You said, come to me, come to me, come to me and listen. Come to me and listen. He just says, come to me and listen. Hear what I have to say. Hear what I have to say. Will you come and listen and let your soul delight itself in abundance with the things that the living God has to say? Lay your burdens down. Lay your worries down. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts and my ways are higher than your ways. Will you come and exchange the way you're thinking and the way you're doing life for what I say is good? We say yes, God. We want your ways and we want your thoughts. And we thank you, God, that today is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And we thank you, God, to gather together to hear your word as a corporate body. God, would you allow your word to go forth in this place today? God, give us ears to hear what the Spirit is saying. And give us courage, God to come forward, to come forward and respond to you. Because you want to give us more, more peace, more joy, more love, more freedom. So we say yes and amen to you today, God. Increase. I thank you that this is not for the old God this is for the young the young and the old in this room God you are the one who leads and guides us it doesn't matter how old we are you say come to me and listen give me your ear I will show you the way so let us come God in Jesus name we pray 
Spirit, we just embrace your presence in this house this morning. We know it's your anointing that breaks the yoke. We just set before you this morning. We open our hearts, we open our minds. We release anything and everything that's a hindrance that can get in the way of what you want to do in us this morning. We lock eyes with you, Jesus. We are gazing at you right now, Jesus. We're gazing at you. We want to encounter you in this house this morning through your word, through the presence and power of Holy Spirit. We just want to be vessels. We want to be vessels today that you can flow through. We want to be vessels that are open. We're open vessels for you just to pour into and pour through this morning in Jesus' name. Equip and empower and enlighten in Jesus' name. We thank you. God, anoint your word. Anoint your word. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Release and power in this house this morning. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, God. Well... Um, turn in your Bibles to uh, the Gospel of John in chapter 15. <clears throat> Gospel of John in chapter 15. And as you're turning there, um, I just want to just kind of touch base on a few things that we walked through last week because this is kind of a continuation of ministering on Holy Spirit. So last week um, I started with this scripture in Hosea 10 and 12. That says, sow for yourselves uh, righteousness, reap in mercy, and break up your fallow ground. For it is time to seek the Lord till he comes and rains righteousness on you. And that highlighted, Holy Spirit highlighted to, to break up fallow ground. And then uh, we went into Romans 8. 18 to 27, and we, 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 we just looked at that and broke that down on awakening the groan, awakening the groan that's inside of you for the glory of God to be revealed in you. And then we landed in John in chapter 14 uh, on, on just this beautiful revelation and truth of Holy Spirit in you, Holy Spirit dwelling in you. You have the helper inside of you. And we just took some time with that last week. And so coming out of that today, I wanted to talk about and really just minister this morning and give the Holy Spirit some time to, to work in us here in just a little bit. But I want to talk about communing, communing with, uh, with Holy Spirit. What does it look like to commune with Holy Spirit? So I'm going to end in just a little bit with some, with some things, but uh, let's, uh, let's, let's launch here in John chapter 15. And then I'm going to just, uh, for time reasons, just two verses here, then we're going to go move forward. But John chapter 15, you guys got that? Amen? Okay, listen to this. So Jesus says, abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. He says, I am the vine and you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do, you can do nothing. 
So I just want to think about this for just a minute. Again, we're talking about communing with Holy Spirit. Jesus says here, I'm the vine and you're the branch. And he says, abide in me. So I want to just uh, look at this. This word abide means, it means attached. Um, it means that, you're, that we're drawing a life from. It means that we're, we're pulling resources out of the vine. So Jesus is saying, learn how to draw from what flows through me, from who is inside of you, right? The Holy Spirit. Um, I think uh, coming off of last week, a big part of breaking up fast ground and sowing seeds for yourself that produce fruit is learning how to abide and draw from the vine, learning how to drink from the river, how to commune with and live in fellowship and intimacy with Holy Spirit, our helper. If you look at John chapter 15 there and, and uh, look at verse 11, Jesus says, These things I have spoken to you that my, my joy may remain where? In you and that your joy may be full. And then if you look at, at John chapter 15 and verse 26, it says, But when the Helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, uh, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me. So I'm talking about abiding in, dwelling in, and communing in and with Holy Spirit, our Helper, and learning, like truly learning how to drink from the river. I think most believers in the church understand and have some uh, foundation of, of the Godhead and the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. They know that Holy Spirit dwells within us. I think that revelation is there. Uh, speaking of Him as a mighty rushing wind and a river and fire and all these things. I think the gap that we often have in the church is learning how to draw from the Holy Spirit. Right? Like truly learning how to commune with and draw from. So I think, yeah, the Holy Spirit is in you, but are you in Holy Spirit? Come on. Like Holy Spirit's in you, but are you in Holy Spirit? Because you can walk in the flesh, you can live in the flesh, and you can live in the Spirit. And, 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 and I think, you know, ultimately we're not to go in and out. We should be living in, dwelling in. Like you can't take a branch, you know, and cut it off of the vine, right? And then when it, when it needs resources back from the vine, take it and, you know, push it back into the vine. Like we're called into this place of dwelling and communing and, again, being in the Holy Holy Spirit, knowing He's in us and we're in Him, communing with Holy Spirit. John 15. Look at John uh, chapter 16. Okay, John chapter 16, and um, go to uh, verse 5, I think. John chapter 16 and verse 5. Let's just read a little ways down through here and, and uh, pull some things out of this. So John 16 and verse 5. But now I go away to Him who sent me, and none of you asked me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. Look at verse 7. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. 
And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin because they do not believe in me. Of righteousness because I go to my Father and you see me no more. Of judgment because the ruler of this world is judged. Verse 12, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. Verse 13, however, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine, and he'll declare it to you. Communing with Holy Spirit. Um, I love this little passage right here because Jesus reveals seven things here that the Holy Spirit is going to do, what, what, what he came to do in us. These are just a few. We know he's comforter. We you know There's so many different things, but right here, Jesus identifies seven things that Holy Spirit is going to do in you as you abide, as you learn how to commune in and with Holy Spirit. Now, I'm going to go th- just kind of list these off, but he says, he'll convict the world of sin and righteousness and judgment. This is what's going to happen when we're communing, when we're communing with Holy Spirit, we're going to feel the conviction of the Holy Spirit in us. Amen. And then it says number 2 that he'll guide you into all truth. So I just want us to think about this for a minute. He'll guide you into all truth. That means we should be following him, right? If Holy Spirit in in communion with him means that he'll guide us on in all truth, that means we should be following him. That means that he'll lead you, right? And so for him to lead us in all truth, we have to be communing with him. We've got to be in fellowship with him for him to be leading us in all truth. And then the third thing that it says is that he will not speak on his own authority. I think this is real important to grasp, meaning he does not, he does not speak apart from the Father and the Son. You need to know this morning that he will, Holy Spirit will never manufacture a different message. Come on. He'll never lead you to do anything that, 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 is, that is opposite of the Father and the Son, of the Word of God. Amen? So he's, he, he, he will not speak on his own authority. And, and the fourth one, I want to spend a little bit of time on this one. It, he, it says that when you're in communion with, when, you're, when you are in fellowship with and walking in, a, you're in him and he's in you, it, it says whatever he hears, he will speak. Verse 13, speaking of Holy Spirit, whatever he hears, he will speak. Well, let's ask ourselves a question. Who's he hearing from? Who's he hearing from? He's hearing from the Father, and he's hearing from the Son. Whatever he hears, he'll speak. So he's hearing from the Father, he's hearing from the Son. Who does he speak to? Who does Holy Spirit speak to? He speaks to people who are communing with him. He speaks to people who are listening. Come on. He wants to speak to all of us, but he's going to speak to people that are listening. 
He speaks to us when we're in communion and when we're in fellowship and when our, when our ear is turned to him, he speaks to us. So, so it, it, it's, it's people who are abiding and communing with him. So listen, to take this revelation right here of this one thing that whatever he hears, he will speak and, and, and be hungry and listening for the revelation of heaven. Begin to, begin to dwell with and abide with and commune with Holy Spirit and have your ear turned him every moment of the day and be listening for that still small voice. Be, re- be listening for revelation of the Word of God. Be, be listening and sensitive for dreams and visions and insight. Amen? Be, and, and, and he Because he, he truly speaks to those who listens. All through the scriptures we, we hear this quoted. He who has an ear to hear, let him hear. Right? Right? Listen. What's the Holy Spirit going to speak? He speaks what he hears, and he's hearing from the throne room. I don't know about you, but we need to hear from the throne room. And he speaks under the authority. He's speaking under the authority of heaven. Amen? And he's releasing words. He's releasing words to the throne room that will, that will impact and change and release glory into our lives. We understand that part of the revelation. The heart of my message today is, is that it's not the lack of him hearing or speaking. It's the lack of us truly abiding in him where we're hearing Holy Spirit. Amen? So God, teach us and help us learn how to commune, how to commune with you. What he hears, he will speak. That was the fourth thing. The fifth thing is, is that he will, he will tell you things to come. Just think about that. How powerful is that? As you are in Holy Spirit and he is in you and you're, you're communing with and staying with and drinking from his, the river from, from Holy Spirit, that he will tell you things to come. He's revelatory. And then the sixth thing is, is he's always going to glorify Jesus. Jesus says, he'll glorify me. He'll glorify me. And the seventh one is powerful as well. It says, he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. In other words, he's going to take of what is Jesus and declare it to you. The Holy Spirit is, is the one that is releasing your inheritance into your life. Amen. Seven powerful things right here in John chapter 16 that Holy Spirit would do in us and through us when we're abiding and when we're, when we're dwelling with and we're, we're communing and we're walking in fellowship with Him. Amen? Okay, you guys good? Everybody good? Okay, go to 1 Corinthians in uh, chapter 2. 1 Corinthians in chapter 2. And verse 9. 1 Corinthians 2 and 9. <clears throat> you got it? Everybody good? Okay. So listen. But as it, as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Verse 10, but God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit of God searches um, all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. 
Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. These things we also speak not in words uh, which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, um, comparing spiritual things with, with spiritual. Verse 14, but the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. Let's stop right there for just a moment. We're talking about communing with, communing with, and being in, in constant fellowship with Holy Spirit. Here in verse 9, it says, no eye has seen and no ear heard, nor uh, no heart received what God has prepared for those who love him. This is a quote. This is actually a quote from Isaiah uh, chapter 64 in verse 4. And in Isaiah, it says, uh, for those who wait for him, for those who are abiding. So here uh, in, in Corinthians, Paul says, for those who love him. And then in Isaiah 64, 4, it says, for those who wait, those who are communing, those who are abiding in him. And then verse 10, it says, but God. How many of you love when the scripture says, but God? Right? But God. No man knows. No man knows. No eye has seen. No ears have heard. No, no, no heart ha- has received the depth of the things that God has prepared, prepared for them. Right? Um, for those who, who wait. For those who love God. But then it says in verse 10, But God, but God has revealed them to us through His Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. Isn't that powerful? The Holy Spirit is the search engine of the Father. Come on. That's what we've got to be in. He's our helper. Come on. He's our helper. He's who's in us. The Holy Spirit will will speak what he hears, and he speaks under under the authority of the Father, and he's releasing heavenly glory revelation into those who are listening. Come on, somebody. The Holy Spirit's the search engine of the Father. No one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God, and we have not received the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God. Why? That we may know so that we can know, so that we can know, so that these young people can know. And, and he will teach you all things and show you things to come. The things that God has freely given to us. Riches and glory inside of you. The Holy Spirit wants to reveal and release and explo- expose the glory that is inside of you. From glory to glory to glory to glory. Holy Spirit wants to continue, continue to release Come on, the deep things of God in your life. Amen? Amen? He's the source. He's the source of Jesus' peace. He's the source of Jesus' joy that we're to have abiding in us and to tap into those things. It takes us not just knowing that the river is there, not just knowing that the fire is there, not just knowing that Holy Spirit is there, come on, but that we are abiding in and dwelling in and hosting Holy Spirit every moment of our life. These young people, man, they are 
are hungry and God is going to speak into them through their youth leaders and children's leaders and pastors and teachers and, and we believe in the in, in the five-fold ministry, amen, and God is speaking like this morning, I'm thankful, I, I, I've been, I, I'm, I'm always in prayer, I'm searching, one thing I can tell you is I'm never going to get up there and just speak my own words. If I don't hear from heaven, we'll just worship the whole service and give God glory. Come on, somebody. And so when, when, when one of our leaders steps up here and preaches, we are releasing what Holy Spirit has heard from the Father. Come on. Under the authority of the Father, in the power of the Holy Spirit, not with man's wisdom, but with the demonstration of, come on, the Holy Spirit inside of us that can change. He's releasing glory and revelation. I'm here to tell you guys, if you'll learn to dwell in the presence of Holy Spirit, if you'll learn how to commune with the Holy Spirit, and I'm going I'm to talk about how to do that here in just a little bit, glory is going to be released in your life. Spiritual revelation, these kids, these young people, as they, as they, as they learn to, to commune with the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit will, will release revelation into them that they'll have, that, that people 10, 20, 30, 40 years older than them won't, won't have. Come on. Isn't it good? Help us. Help us learn how to abide. I'm telling you what. Listen, it's hard doing this on, in your own strength. <laughs> it's hard doing this in your own strength, and it's hard doing it in your own wisdom. Come on. It could be so much easier if we would just go with the current of the river. Holy Spirit, I'm in you, and you're in me. I'm abiding in you. He releases, he, then he releases these things into us. But God, but God releases riches of glory inside of you. Paul, Paul called it in Second uh, Corinthians 4, 7, he calls it treasure, treasure, heavenly treasure in earthen vessels. Come on. How many want treasure released into you? Treasure released into you. Come on. Not, not when you get in heaven, but right now. Heaven on earth. Treasure. Glory. Heavenly treasure. Things of the kingdom. Anointing. Favor. Glory. Peace. Joy. These things released into us. I'm trying to, I'm trying to help us to see this morning that we're, we are wealthy in the Spirit. Amen? Like we're wealthy in the Spirit. And yet, and yet part of my heart you know, for the church as a, as a whole is, 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 you know, burdened a little bit with this because I want, I want, I want this, I want this church and I believe we do in a large part to, to live in communion with Holy Spirit, to live under the revelation of Holy Spirit, to live under the anointing of Holy Spirit, to understand the inheritance that you have. Come on, the riches that you have right now on earth that he wants to release through you. And I just feel like that, 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 that too often we live with the, with the spiritual poverty man mentality. We live with the spiritual poverty mentality. And we live with the spiritual poverty mentality because we feel the poverty. But we don't feel the poverty because we, we, we're in poverty. We, 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 we feel the poverty because we're not, we're not abiding in and communing with, come on, the one that all of your inheritance flows through. 
So then we just, we live dry, we live empty, we, we're, we're sad, we're anxious, we're fear, we're bitter, we're offended, we're struggling with sin, we're having a hard time just to stay saved. People are just like hanging on by a thread until Jesus comes back, man. Man, he's got so much glory for you, church. He's got so much glory for you. He's got so much strength for you. He's got so much power for you. He's got so much favor for your life and for your family and for your children, man. Come on. He wants glory to be released out of you. It's right there in abundance for us. We just need to learn how to, to access the resources that we have in Him and truly learning how to abide and dwell in and commune with Holy Spirit. I mean, we sing about, we sing about what we have, but we don't, we don't know how to access what we have. We often don't know how to make a withdrawal because we haven't cultivated beholding Holy Spirit, communing with Him. Come on. You guys okay? Come on. We can feel Him. We love Him. But we don't always go along with Him into the deep, into the deep things of God. Let, let, me, let me share with you, listen... It's your inheritance to know the deep things of God. It is your inheritance to know the deep things of God. Holy Spirit wants to release the deep things of God into your life. For those who love Him, for those who wait, amen, to have a, have a river flowing from deep within you. Listen, this is, this is not for, this is not for, the, um, for the pastors and the prophets, and the pastors, and the teachers, and the evangelists. I mean, it is for them, but it's not just for them. This is for you. This is for every believer. This is for every, every child of God that is communing with Holy Spirit. Amen? That he feel you, that he feel you and empower you in this way to walk and live. Amen? With the glory of God. So let's talk about this. I want to share some things with you um, about how, how we commune with Holy Spirit, how we, how we draw from Him, okay? First off, number one, how many want to commune with Him? Okay. How many, how many of you would, would uh, testify with me that we know He's there, but we don't often commune with Him? How many? Can we just step into agreement this morning? How many of us can agree together that we live in major lack because we're not communing with Holy Spirit? How many of you want to see an increased anointing in this house? I said, how many of you want to see an increased anointing in this house? How many of you want to see an increased anointing in this house? How many of you see and experience the glory of God fall and fill this place in Jesus' name? Come on. Isn't that our desire? Isn't that our desire that we just come and we're just like, what's he going to do today? And we're already there. But how many know there's so much more? Come on. Like, I want to be there. I want to live there. But, but, but this is what changes things. Is a lot of times people, people just want to go receive from where there's an anointing. Right? So, so y'all are trusting, y'all are trusting that, that I spent time with the Lord this week. You're trusting that I communed with Holy Spirit all this week. 
that I heard from him, that I got a word from him, that I spent time in prayer, that I prayed for the anointing to be upon me, right? So that whenever I step up there, that I carry, I carry enough anointing because of where I've been with the Lord. Come on, somebody. That that anointing then is released out into you guys, and then you all get to kind of experience some of that anointing and feel it. Come on. Come on. Can I tell you, we're not going to get anywhere like that. Come on. See, what you need to do is you need to bring in the anointing with you. Because I, I've learned to feel that, that, that the, the greater the pull on the anointing, the greater the anointing increases. Come on, somebody. And you're all carrying something. So we need to understand what he's calling us into here as a church and as a body of, of all of our places to, to, to walk in and to release and to commune with Holy Spirit. Amen. Commune with Holy Spirit. Abiding in Him and letting Him flow and release His inheritance through us. So, so watch this. The first thing is, is uh, um, meditate on the Word of God. When talking about communion with Holy Spirit, this typically isn't something that's brought up, but I'm telling you, this is a pivotal thing of communing with Holy Spirit, amen, and, and dwelling in Him and Him dwelling in you, but it's meditate on the Word of God. It's Joshua 1.8 and, it, and it's Psalm 1.2. And this is what I mean by this. this is, if we're going to learn how to commune with Holy Spirit, how many you know we're just busy and we're running all the time and we're making our own decisions and we're usually just like, Holy Spirit, try to stay up with me, Right? How many of you are just going so fast, you're just hoping that Holy Spirit can stay up with you? And, and if we're going to commune with the Holy Spirit, right, if we, want all, if we want this glory and this anointing to be released into our lives, then we've got to learn how to meditate on the Word of God, how to slow down, and how to chew on it. And then ask the Holy Spirit for revelation. And then you wait. And then you listen. Come on. So you get alone in a place, and you, and you get there, and you just spend some time in His presence, and then you, you get the Word out, and, and, and you, just, you just take a little piece of the Word, and you just, you just read over it. Come on, somebody. You just read over it. And then you ask the Holy Spirit to show you things and to, to, to give you understanding, and then you just wait. And I'm going to tell you, sometimes, most of the time when I, when I'm, when I do this, it's, it's, it's probably, probably on average, it's 15 to 20 minutes that I'll just sit in silence before I really hear anything. And I'm just waiting. And I'm just listening. And then as I'm waiting, I'll read that verse again and I'll ask Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, what, what, what do you want me to get in this? What's this saying to you? How, how's this word supposed to come in a lot? And then I sit and I wait and I listen. Amen. And then I read it again and then I ask again. And then you wait and you listen. This is learn how to listen to Holy Spirit as he guides you in all truth. Amen. It's what, it's what I listed in John chapter 16 of one of the things that he's doing is, is, is speaking what he hears and releasing God's word. So talk to, talk to Holy Spirit through the Word of God. And then as you learn to wait and listen, He will reveal the deep things of God. Amen? Listen, <clears throat> I never open up, I never open up the, 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 the Word of God without, without praying first and, 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 and giving Holy Spirit my attention and turning my ear to Him and asking Him to lead me through the Word of God. Because that's what Jesus said He's going to do. Amen? 
So I'm like, okay, let's do this together, Holy Spirit, and I don't want to just move through it without you. So learn how to meditate on the Word of God, and as you're doing that, and, and, you're, and let, at, begin to ask Holy Spirit to help you walk through that. So that's one, meditate on the Word of God. Number two is... <clears throat> Speak to the Holy Spirit. Kind of, kind of goes along with that, but, but talk with Holy Spirit. How many of you never, how many of you ever been taught to talk to Holy Spirit? I pray to the Father in Jesus' name. I talk to Holy Spirit all the time, and I invite Him into everything that I'm doing. Come on, we, 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 we got to learn this, to, to, if we're going to commune with this, this, great, this great gift and power that we've been given in Holy Spirit and learning to commune with him is we need to learn to speak to him. So here's a verse, kind of a key verse for today that I want you to write down. <clears throat> and it's, it's in 2 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 14, and it says this, this is so powerful. It says, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God, and the communion of Holy Spirit be with you all. Isn't that amazing? Come on, look at this. May the grace, may the grace of the Lord Jesus, may the love of God, may Jesus' grace be over you, may the love of God be over you, and then the communion of Holy Spirit be with you all. It's talking about fellowship. It's talking about communing with Holy Spirit. And, and listen, you can't have fellowship with someone without speaking to them and listening to them, right? Like we just can't, we can't do it, uh, or, or being present with them. So get to know Holy Spirit. We should be spending time with him. He's our helper. Jesus says, I'm going, but it's good that I go because if I don't go, the helper's not coming. But the Father, I'm sending the helper. How can we access the helper if we're not talking to Holy Spirit? Amen? We need to learn. And again, he's in us, but we're not always in him. So help us talk to, commune with, get to know the Holy Spirit. We should be, again, spending time with Him. Wake up in the morning and be like, good morning, Holy Spirit. Come on. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Man, I'm glad you're here. I need you, Holy Spirit. Come on. Have your way in me. Help me to be sensitive to you, Holy Spirit. Amen? Begin to speak to the Holy Spirit. And then um, the third thing is to is follow Him. Meditate on the Word with the Holy Spirit. Speak to Holy Spirit. And thirdly is follow Him. It's, it's obedience. Learn to yield to Holy Spirit in everything. Don't grieve Him and don't quench Him. It's Ephesians 4 and 3 and 1 Thessalonians 5 and 19. Don't grieve Him and don't quench Him. Commune with Him and yield to what He is doing in you. Give way to the flame. Come on, give way to the flame. I think, I think this is where, where the Lord has us at right now and where He's calling us to as a, as a church body and then the church as a whole, come on, to, to, to begin to dwell in and live with 
under the power of the Holy Spirit as we commune in Him. But I'm telling you what, guys, if you're gonna, if you want, if you want to commune with Holy Spirit, and you you don't, it, it, it's one thing if you just want to want to feel feel Holy Spirit from time to time and and get a moment. Oh, that felt good. But if you want to live in the anointing, if you want the anointing of Holy Spirit and the power of Holy Spirit just flooding your life, man, you can't go in and out of Him. So if we're going to abide in Holy Spirit, it is a calling to step in, amen, and live in obedience to Holy Spirit, to live in obedience to the Word of God, to not grieve Him with sin and to not quench Him as He leads us, amen, in the things that He's called us to do. So give way to Him. It says in 2 Corinthians 3 and 17, it says, Now the Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. You under, understand that you now, through, through, through the power of Holy Spirit inside of you, you now have power within you to no longer walk enslaved to anything. To anything. To nothing. You just have to choose. Do you want to be a slave? Or do you want to be a son? Come on. Do you want to be free? Because a lot of people live as a slave even though the cell door's open. They could walk right out and live in glory, and yet they choose to still live in slavery to things. Come on, I want you to know he wants to free you. But a big part, I mean a heart, I feel like that, that, that really we're stepping into here this morning is, is this calling of, of obedience and, and again following him. Amen? All right, and the fourth thing is, is to gaze at the glory. If you want to commune with the Holy Spirit, man, we need to be gazing at the glory. In 2 Corinthians 3, in verse 18, I think, 2 Corinthians 3 and 18, it says, But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory to glory, just as the Spirit of the Lord. This is such a powerful thing. Look at the glory. We want to commune with Holy Spirit. We need to be looking at glory. Glory dwells inside of you. So as we, as we behold as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, then we're being transformed by Holy Spirit into the same image from glory to glory to glory. As we behold, come on, as we behold as, as, as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, as we're gazing at glory, we're being transformed by Holy Spirit into the same image, into glory. As we're gazing at glory by the spirit we're being transformed into glory as we're gazing at glory come on by the holy spirit as we gaze at glory as we're as in a mirror we're being transformed from glory to glory listen what your eyes gaze upon your heart begins to crave a lot of times we're not communing with Holy Spirit because our eyes are gazed upon everything else, man. It's gazed on the world. It's gazed on addictions. It's gazed on, 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 on uh, just, all, just impure things and, and lust and stuff of the flesh. Come on. But I'm telling you, we want to begin to learn 
to, to commune with Holy Spirit and, and, and allow Him to fully fill this vessel and abide in Him, guys, then we've got to learn to get alone and we've got to learn to be still and we've got to learn to wait and we've got to learn to gaze at the glory. Come on. We've got to learn to gaze and lock eyes on Jesus, man. Lock eyes with Him and gaze at Him and wait for Him and gaze at Him that we behold as in a mirror the glory of the Lord as we're gazing at the Lord. And as we're gazing at the Lord and our eyes are on Him, then the Spirit is transforming from glory to glory to glory. You, come on, from the inside out, gazing, gazing, gazing. What you gaze at, you begin to crave for. Let me ask you, what are you craving for today? So I'm craving for the glory. I'm craving for the glory. I'm craving, 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 craving for the glory. To lock eyes with Jesus. Like, Thank you, Holy Spirit. Come on. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Reign in me, Holy Spirit. Reign in my thoughts, Holy Spirit. Reign in my emotions, Holy Spirit. Reign in my desires, Holy Spirit. Transform me, Holy Spirit. Strengthen me, Holy Spirit. From my inner man, Holy Spirit, strengthen me. Teach me, Holy Spirit. Guide me in all truth, Holy Spirit. Amen? Gaze, 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 gaze. Man. <clears throat> you ready? The fifth thing is to pray in the spirit. Everybody say pray in the spirit. Well, this is going to be good. It's easy when you're communing with the Holy Spirit to pray in the Spirit. But I'm going to tell you something, man. We've been given a great gift. And if we're going to, if we're going to truly commune with and abide in and live in fellowship with Holy Spirit, I want to, I want to, I want to, finish this part this morning by talking about praying in the spirit and praying in your prayer language. Is that going to be okay? <laughs> I'm not talking about a corporate word in tongues that needs interpretation. You got me? I don't have time to break all that down. I'm talking about praying in the spirit. And this is, a, this is a glorious mystery that has probably caused as much division in the church as anything. But I want you to know how powerful it is to have a prayer language. And how powerful that it is to pray in the Spirit. Come on, somebody. Come on. These, 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 these young people down here can pray in the Spirit. There's a prayer language inside of them. Come on. The more you're operating in your prayer language, the more that's going to release them in freedom. Come on. To operate in their prayer language. 
Let's talk a little bit about this. That's a glorious mystery because it's beyond man's wisdom. Um, some things are taught and some things are caught through the Spirit. Look at, um, look at um, 1 Corinthians in chapter 14. First Corinthians uh, 14 and verse 2. 1 Corinthians 14, verse 2. <clears throat> Look what this says. For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men but to God, for no one understands him. However, in the Spirit he speaks mysteries. Verse 3. But he who prophesies speaks edification and exhortation and comfort to men. But he who speaks in a tongue edifies himself. But he who prophesies edifies the church. Look at, um, stay there in, in 1 Corinthians 14, but go to verse 14 and 15. And look what Paul says here. He says, for if I pray in a tongue, my, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. What is the conclusion then? Paul says, well, I'm going to pray in this, with the Spirit, and I'll also pray with understanding. And he says, I'm going to sing with the Spirit, and I will also sing with understanding. It's, it's, it's Spirit, this prayer language and praying in the Spirit, guys. It is it's Spirit to Spirit speaking mysteries. And it's such a powerful weapon. When you pray, your prayers are powerful. I'm telling you, your prayers are powerful. When you're operating under the mind of the Lord, and you're praying out, those things are powerful. But when you, as you pray in the Spirit, it, and as you pray in in your in your in that prayer language, man, it is a powerful weapon for the glory of God that you're releasing. The Spirit of God is praying in you and through you and out of you. Mysteries, come on. Talking about communing with Holy Spirit, so good. When a person prays in tongues, it says in, there in, in 14 and 4, it says he edifies himself. It builds you up. I don't know anyone that doesn't need edified. I don't know any believer that doesn't need edification. They don't need built up. When you get in your prayer room, you get in your prayer closet, in that place of intimacy, and you're communing with Holy Spirit. We're going to talk about this in just a little bit, but when you get in there and you just start praying, you just start loving on, and you just you just begin to tell Holy Spirit that you love Him and let Him know that you're there and let Him know that you're listening and that you're yielding and invite Him to move through you, man. And then you just begin to pray and you let Him begin to release that prayer language through you. It's such a powerful, beautiful, anointed thing, but but man, there's something about when you're in that place, when you're in that place and, and praying in the Spirit in this way, that you just, just, it's just so, it's glory, it's mysterious, because it, again, it's from Spirit to Spirit. It's not praying from here, it's praying from right here. It's praying from right here. It's that, 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 that river of living water that's springing up from your inner, from your innermost being. It's right here. We can go so far praying for this, but when you start praying from here, it's a whole different weapon. Come on, somebody. 
Lord, teach us and help us understand the power of prayer and using this gift and this prayer language that you've given us as your sons and daughters, Lord. And help us to learn how to pray, to truly pray in the Spirit from the river that is springing up inside of you. I'm going to tell you, guys, you, to, to operate in this is, is such a beautiful gift. But again, there's, there's the, uh, the hindrance often to this uh, gift in, in this prayer language is that we're not communing with Holy Spirit. We're accessing the Holy Spirit. We're coming to Holy Spirit when we need Him, but we're not communing from Him. But if you'll commune and you'll abide in and you'll dwell in and you'll stay attached to and you learn to talk to Him and speak to Him and listen and then just wait and invite Him, come on, the glory will begin to be released out of you in Jesus' name. Come on. Such a powerful thing. Holy Spirit teaches how to commune with you. Help us, Holy Spirit, to live in fellowship and intimacy with you, recognizing that you're the helper, that you're guiding us, that you're, that you're leading us, that, you're, that we're not leading you, come on, but that you're leading us, that we're following you, you're not following us, that you're going to teach us all things, come on, that whatever you hear, you're going to speak, come on, and that in that, as we're growing, that you're empowering us, that you're equipping us, that you're filling us with your anointing, that you're, you're releasing your gifts and manifesting Confessing your gifts through our life. All as we learn how to commune with and walk in and live in fellowship with Holy Spirit. Amen? I just want you to know this morning that prayer language will lead you into deep communi- communion with Holy Spirit. That's a beautiful thing. What it's not is a badge Of the super spiritual. Come on. I believe it is. I believe it is a sign of and a gift of being filled with Holy Spirit. Come on. But in the end, it's not about desiring any gift. It's about desiring Him. Come on. It's about desiring Him. It's about, it's about the revelation of who you've been given that's dwelling, that's living, that's alive. Come on, like the person, Holy Spirit, living inside of you and wanting to be with Him and abide in Him and dwell with Him and commune with Him and hear Him and listen to Him and walk in such power and anointing. Come on, and you understand in that revelation that you can quench Him. Come on, and that you can grieve Him. So we're walking, and He's convicting, and He's leading us, and He's showing 
showing us and he's guiding us in all truth. Come on. So there's such sensitivity. We're going to be around things. You're going to hear something or feel something, even just in the atmosphere. And the Holy Spirit's going to be like, turn this way, go this way. Come on. Come on. You're just, you're just going to know. And you're going to follow him because what you've encountered and what you've experienced in him, it, nothing, 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 nothing is worth losing that. Come on. So you begin to walk in this. Holy Spirit, I want to live in you. I want to be full of you. Come on. Come on. And so we're walking. So it's like we're, we're hosting. I talked last week a little bit about hosting, but it's like, it's like if we looked at Holy Spirit, like, you know, the dove came and rested upon Jesus' shoulder as a sign of the Holy Spirit. But if we, if we just thought of that, it's like, oh, here's this dove. Here's Holy Spirit. We know he's in us. And so if, if we're hosting him, then every move that we make, we're, we're walking and we're living and we're making decisions all in regards and based on understanding that we're hosting the very presence of God, glory inside of you. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. You're rich. Come on. You're rich. You're wealthy. You don't have to strive anymore. Come on. You don't have to strive. Come on. You don't have to wonder. You don't have to be in fear. Because you've been given the helper, glory, Holy Spirit inside of you that'll lead, that'll guide, that'll empower, that'll equip, that'll convict, that'll do all these things. But the focus needs to be on Him. It needs to be on intimacy and dwelling with the Spirit, the Holy Spirit that is living inside of you. He is alive. The third part of the Godhead. Come on. Come on. In you. In you. In you. Hey, Holy Spirit. I'm glad you're here. I need you. I want you to have full reign in my life. Holy Spirit, anything and everything in my life that's restricting or resisting you, I I invite you and I ask you right now, break it off in Jesus' name. Come on. Whatever's restricting you, anything restricting you, I want all of you, Holy Spirit. I want all of you. I want all of the inheritance that you have for me. Come on. So pray in the Spirit, abiding and communing with the Holy Spirit. Um, <laughs> I'll just say a couple more things about, about this. Praying for your prayer language and operating in that. The Holy Spirit has has a part and you have a part you have a part uh, one thing that that you know of as you've been in this house and you understand but um, the Holy Spirit is gentle he's not going to force you right you'll feel him you'll feel promptings you'll feel conviction you'll feel that you'll feel that nudging in different things but holy spirit's not you're not a robot he's not going to control you 
So when you talk about these things and receiving all that He has for you, understanding that Holy Spirit has a part, and, and again, that you have a part. And, but, but, and again, ultimately, that it's not about getting it, right? It's not about getting it. It's not about getting your prayer language. It's about getting Him. And as you get Him, the prayer language is going to be released as you yield to it. Amen. So get in your prayer closet. I'm encouraging you in this house this morning that this is a house that is full and baptized in the Holy Ghost. Amen. That we are abiding and dwelling and communing with the Holy Spirit. That we want all that the Holy Spirit has to release through this house. That we are open and we yield to all of the gifts of Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's say it together. We yield to all the gifts of Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, you are free to reign in this house. Now make it personal. Holy Spirit, you are free to reign in me and through me. I yield to you, Holy Spirit. Amen. So when I think about this, and just maybe a little personal testimony, but, but it is, again, it is, it is, it is, um, it is seeking him, it's gazing at him, wanting more of him, and then yet desiring the gifts of the Spirit, desiring the prayer language to pray in tongues, to worship in tongues, the beauty in that and how he flows through that. And so, but, 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 but uh, my, my encouragement in that is that if you've never, if you've never received a prayer language, if you've never prayed in the spirit, again, that you desire to, because you know, it's a gift, you understand how powerful that it is and, and that, that you begin to just just commune with Holy Spirit and begin to open yourself up to Holy Spirit, begin to speak to him, your desires for him to awaken and for him to pray spirit to spirit to in here out of your innermost being. Holy Spirit, I want to pray out of my innermost being. Awaken the prayer language. Release it. Release my lips. Release my tongue. Release my vocal cords, Lord. And then you just get in a private place, and you begin to pray, and you begin to seek Him, and you just begin to desire more of Him, and then you just stay there. But the problem is, is what we want a lot of times is we want to go to someone anointed to, that has that gift. We want them to lay hands on us. We want to be able to tangibly feel their anointing and then hope and pray that their anointing awakens that gift inside of us. And I believe in the power of laying on of hands and how God can work and, and, and operate through that. Amen. I know that happened to me and um, when, when I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit and when I spoke in tongues for the first time, um, I, I remember that day and I was not raised in a house like this, I was raised in a in a in a in a you know where 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 th- this gift wasn't not only was it not taught, it wasn't you know uh, accepted. So when I come to y'all's church back in the day over there by the city lake, I thought y'all were. <laughs> I'm just shooting you straight up here. I'm like, I don't know what's wrong with these people. But at the same time, I'm like, something's wrong with these people. <laughs> something's really wrong with these people, and it's a good wrong. How come I haven't seen this before? How come I haven't felt this before? I didn't understand it. 
I didn't know why it needed to happen, how it happened, how you got it, how you didn't get it. I didn't know. All I thought is I felt the anointing and the power and the presence of Holy Spirit upon a group of people like I had never, ever felt before. And it began to awaken a groan inside of me. Come on. And I began to break up fallow ground and religious systems and thoughts and barriers and this. And all I remember was I walked down front one morning on a Sunday and Pastor Tony said, Scott, what do you want prayer for? And I, I, I did not ask him to pray for me to receive the gift of tongues. I did not pray for him to pray for, or to pray for me to receive the gift of prophecy or any of that kind of stuff. I will never, ever forget it. There was such a longing inside of me. And I just looked at him and I said, Pastor Tony, I just want everything he has for me. That is all I said. I was so open. I had seen things and felt things I'd never felt before. And I'm like, you can't go back from that. You can't go back from that. And Pastor Tony put his hands on me and he just began to pray over me. Holy Spirit, flood me. And all I know is, as I fell out in the Spirit and I didn't even believe that that was supposed to happen. I didn't even believe in that. I thought, that's not real. But I didn't care about it. All I, caught, I want all that you have for me. And all I know is, is, is I, wo- I was fully open. Fully open. I was like a, I was like a, a funnel. Come on. That was wide at the top and narrowed down. And there was nothing restricted at the top. And I was just like, God, I want all of you. I want all of you. Pastor Tony laying hands on me. I don't remember anything other than just feeling like I was just wrapped in glory. And then I remember as I kind of started to, 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 to just kind of c- come to myself that I was making these noises. And this strange sound was coming out of my mouth. And then I couldn't stop it <laughs> in that moment. I was just in such glory. Most of the church had all gone by then. I have no idea how long I was out there and how long, but that, but I, it was birthed in me. I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit that day for the first time, and He flooded my life. Come on, and I've never been the same since then. It don't mean I haven't struggled. Doesn't mean I haven't sinned. It doesn't mean that I've always communed with Him. This message is as much for me as it is for you guys. That He is stirring in me to break free of the distractions, to to break free from compromise, to break free from sin and the things that's a barrier to him and begin to commune with Holy Spirit, man, and just let that river begin to flow through us. And that's my desire for you guys. I want the supernatural to be normal for these guys. I want them to walk into church and it be just the opposite. If they don't experience, if they don't see supernatural, then they're going to be like, well, something's wrong here. Because I want it to be so normal for them. And I want them to know that it's available to them right now. Come on. Holy Spirit, work through them, flood them, baptize them, Holy Spirit. Awaken your gifts and your anointing in them, God. Release the gift of prophecy, God. Words of knowledge, healing, gut tongues, interpretation of tongues. Set a fire inside of them, God, for your glory. Give them a sensitivity, God. Help them to not have any fear, but give them full freedom, God, to allow the Holy Spirit to lead them and guide them. Teach them now, Holy Spirit, how to abide and how to fully, fully, fully dwell in you, Lord. Come on. Thank you, God.
Let's get in the river. When I think of, when I think of the power and dwelling in and abiding in the Holy Spirit and what this should really look like, I, 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 think, of, I think of Holy Spirit like a river. And I think what He's calling us to and what, and what communing with and what being in fellowship looks like is that you, 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 you're, you're, you're fully submerged in the river where, where you have no control. And He's in full control. It's like a river. It's not a pond. He's, it's a river. Rivers of living water. River, river, river. And a river is current. And I think what he's calling us to and what we want to teach our young people and let them grow up in and all of us to begin to operate in, man, is that we're dwelling and, and we're abiding and we're living in the river of God where we're out there so deep in him that we can't touch. So we are, we are fully just going where the current takes us, going where the Holy Spirit takes us, Right? And we, 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 we want that. How many of you want that? How many of you want it? He sees you. Raise your hand. He's going to give it to you in a little bit. How many of you want it? How many of you want it? How many of you want to get in the river, come on, where he's in full control? You've got to be careful because you gotta, you're going to have to jump off the bank. You're going to have to let go of some things that's keeping you secure because we love Holy Spirit. We love how he feels, right? But we like to choose when we want to feel him, when we need him. So we like, we're like we're bank dwellers, not river dwellers. And we like, to, we like to dwell on the bank, and then when it's convenient for us, we might, we'll just go ahead and put a foot. Man, I tell you what, service felt good this morning. I got glory bumps on me. Hallelujah. It was so good. And then we, 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 we just get so used to that being enough. Come on. How many, how many want that not to be enough? How many want that not to be enough? How many want that river flowing through this house? How many know that river flowing through this house isn't up to him, it's up to you? And it's not just up to me because we're in, this is a corporate atmosphere. So every one of us have access. It's like every one of us have our hands on the, 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 the little dial on the, on the dam, right, that opens up the floodgate. Like every one of us have one. I'm turning on, and I'm going to partially open it. But as, he, as each one of us begin to turn, Turn that thing and open it up. Man, there's a river that's going to flow through this house. But it's us learning how to, to not just, we can't be in salt water one moment and then every now and then dip over here in, in Holy Spirit river water. Right? Oh, I needed him today. That felt good. And then a little bit later, then we, we're dipping right back up into salt water like the two don't mix. Come on, someone. And, and not, to be, not to be bank dwellers, but to be river dwellers and to get all the way in and just trust Him with it. Holy Spirit, here I am. That's communing with Holy Spirit. That's communing with Him. That's communing with Him. I had fellowship with Kenny and Tony this, this week uh, on Friday. And how awkward would it have been, Kenny, if all three of us just showed up there, got out of our vehicles, Walked in together, sat down together, and just stared at each other the whole time. <laughs> I knew you were there. You knew I was there. We were together, but we didn't release anything into one another. That'd be awkward, wouldn't it? Yeah. But I'm telling you, as strange as silly as that is, we live that way with Holy Spirit all the time. Yes, Come on. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Set a fire. Set a fire down deep in my soul. Holy Spirit, set a fire. Set a fire. I'm not going to sing it. Some of you are like, Scott, don't do it. I'm not going to do it. I sang last week and it wasn't pretty. Set a fire down in my soul.
that I can't contain and that I can't control. Set a fire down in my soul that I can't contain and I can't control. You'll be baptized with the Holy Spirit and fire. Holy Spirit, burn everything out of me that doesn't belong. How many of you want a fresh baptism of the Holy Spirit this morning? I'm going to ask. Um, I'm going to. I'm going to ask Craig to come. They're going to sing, and I'm going to give give some instruction. <clears throat> Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Break up fallow ground. Sow for yourselves seeds of righteousness. Awaken the groan within you. Recognize the power of Holy Spirit that glory dwells within you. And begin to invite Him. We're going to begin to invite Him to fill us, fill us afresh and anew, to commune with us, to step in fellowship with Him, to jump in the river, to set a fire down deep in our souls that we can't contain and that we can't control. Come on, somebody. I want more of Him. I don't want to be a bank dweller. I don't want to be a, a bank dweller. I want to be a river dweller. I want to be all the way in. I don't, I want, to be out, I don't want to, Scott to be in control. I want him. I want to be in the current of Holy Spirit. Come on. Come on. So I'm going to invite you a second to come and, and come down to this altar and step out. You're stepping to the river you could, you could stay where you're at, but I feel, I feel this prophetically as an act, as a motion of moving from where you're at, because you're where you're at's comfortable, right? It's comfortable. And, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you that as you step out and as you step, step down here past these front rows of chairs, that, that, that you are, it's as though you're walking into the river. And as you get down here that you can't even touch anymore, and you're just, Holy Spirit, this is where I want to dwell at. I want to dwell in you. I want to dwell in your presence. I'm stepping into the river. And you just begin to talk with the Holy Spirit. Begin to invite Him to move and flow through your life. And I'm going to come through and pray with you and, and, um, and just pray over you. And I'm going to pray for the gifts of the Holy Spirit to be awakened inside of you. And, um, but as you come, as you come, I'm going to go back to last week real quick of breaking up fallow ground. And if you know of, if you know of sin, open sin that you've allowed into your life that's resisting, that's restricting, that's grieving the Holy Spirit, as you step into the water this morning, as you come down, I want to encourage you to begin to repent of those things. Begin to ask Him. Begin to ask, ask Jesus to forgive you. Come on. Begin to confess Him and repent Him and get Him out. Come on. And then begin to invite the Holy Spirit to flow through you. Amen? You remember, you remember the, the widow in the Old Testament. As long as, as long as there were open vessels there, the anointing filled the vessels. As long as you remain open, he never stops flowing. Amen. Let's say thank you, Holy Spirit. Give him a praise offering. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's finish like this. Stretch your hands up like a like a Y. You're making a funnel. <laughs> Amen. And pray with me. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for what you've done in me. 
Thank you, Holy Spirit, for dwelling in me. Glory dwells within me. I want to be a vessel, Holy Spirit. I want to be a vessel you can use, Holy Spirit. I don't want to quench you anymore, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I want to grieve you with my thoughts. I don't want to grieve you with my eyes. I don't want to grieve you with my ears or my words. Or my... Holy Spirit, I want to host you. I want to be a place for you to dwell. I want you to flow through me, Holy Spirit. I want you to use me, Holy Spirit. I want you to reveal the deep things of God to me, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I hunger for you. Holy Spirit, I desire you. Holy Spirit, I want to be in you and through you and you in me moment of the day. Help me, Holy Spirit, walk out of here and help me learn how to, uh, uh, help me how to live in communion with you, Holy Spirit, every second of the day. Holy Spirit, I love you. Holy Spirit, move in me. Holy Spirit, I yield for you to have your way. Holy Spirit, I yield for you to have your way in me. Holy Spirit, I yield to your gifts. Holy Spirit, I yield to the prayer language. Let that prayer language be released in my life. Holy Spirit, use me for your glory, to bring glory to Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Give the Lord a praise offering. I love you and bless you and honor you. Thank you for joining us this week. Until next time.